Welcome to the Sexy Selfish Podcast Series. I'm your host, Shona Gates. I'm a women's life coach, success strategist, and a self-proclaimed badass. And I'm here to help you rediscover your authentic self, stop delaying your happiness, and step into your truth. This podcast has been created to connect, inspire, and nurture mums who want more. Are you ready? today's episode which I am so excited to share with you by the way I had so much fun recording this episode and I know you're going to get so many takeaways from it but before we jump in I just wanted to remind you that all of these podcast episodes are sponsored by the sexy selfish elite which is my 12 month mastermind membership you can jump on over to the website or click the link in the show notes to find out more about that Um, it is the most incredible exciting container for badass women who want to step up into abundance on every single level and I get so excited to put fresh new content in there every single week and connect with these women on a much deeper soul level so it sounds like something you're after if you love my trainings if you love being around my energy and you want more of that head on over to the link in the show notes click the link in my bio head on over to the website whatever it is Find the Sexy Selfish Elite and you can learn more about that there. I've also included in the website now a sneak peek button. So if you click that, I will actually show you what it's like to be inside of the Elite and give you access to a full month's worth of content. Um, That way you can kind of make sure that it's the right thing for you. Anyway, guys, I hope you love this episode as much as I love making it for you. I can't wait to hear your feedback. Bye. All right, so I think I have my microphone working, I have my video working, I have my laptop recording and editing, and I have my notes. Guys, this video that I wanna do, this video that I wanna do right now is, is something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. It's been coming for a long time. It's also been really freaking terrifying because I'm gonna speak about a time in my life that I'm not super proud of and that it is a little bit controversial. And I think I'm gonna just record this. I'm gonna completely share my truth with it and take it with a grain of salt. Trust that your experiences might be completely different to mine. I'm pouring a glass of water and not peeing if you're listening to the podcast. Um, your experiences might be completely different to mine but they also might be really true. And I know when I was going through this particular phase of my life, all I wanted to do was know that I wasn't alone. All I wanted was to feel a little bit normal, to stop feeling like a bit of a freak. So I want to record this podcast and share this video on YouTube purely to kind of let you know if you're in that same spot and you're feeling these same things, you're not alone. But I also want to make sure that this is going to answer the emails and DMs and YouTube comments that I get literally every single day from people who are finding my old network marketing trainings online. They are still fire trainings. They are amazing. They are great. They are changing people's lives. But people then want me to coach them. They want my help. They want my support. They want me to network marketing mentor them. 
And then I have to continuously explain over and over again that I'm not affiliated with that network marketing company anymore. I could solve this problem by completely removing the trainings. So people couldn't find them anymore, so they couldn't message me, so I didn't have to go through this every every second day. But I feel like those trainings are helping people. They're helping people who may be having a different experience with that company than I did. So I want to leave them up. I'm proud of them. They're helping people in this massive way and they're helping people to do network marketing the right way. So I don't want to get rid of them, but I do want to be able to link this podcast and this video in those YouTube videos so that thousands of people that go and view them every week, instead of DMing me or sending me an email, trying to find my phone number to say, oh my God, what happened? Why did you leave network marketing? I can just send them this, right? Do it once and it's done. (laughs) Automate, delegate, preach. All right. So I want to share about my experience with network marketing, my story. Today, I'm actually going to do this in two episodes. One I'm going to record today, one I'm going to record down the track. But the first thing that I want to talk about is the things that I got from it, the good parts, the benefits, the reasons why I'm so glad I went through that experience, even if I choose not to be affiliated with it anymore. Um, And it is, I, I grew. I am who I am today because of the experience. I was in a particular network marketing company for three years. I didn't intend to join network marketing. I wasn't looking for it. I already had a business. I was already running my tanning company, Bronze Addiction. I've been doing that now for seven years. That was my gig. I was a mum of two. I had a tanning business. The problem was my health was in decline. And looking back now, it's because I had unresolved trauma with my eating disorder. I finally went and got treatment for my eating disorder in 2018. I'm currently in remission. I'm feeling really great. I haven't had any relapses in two years. But back then, looking back, I realized a lot of my health problems were related to my eating disorder. But I was looking for a solution, I was looking for help. A friend of mine had been using some products. Uh, I hummed and hard about it for quite a few months because they were a lot more expensive than what I was currently trying to achieve through my naturopath and things like that. But I eventually ended up jumping in and a week on the products, I did genuinely feel better. Looking back, it's like, well, yeah, if you cut out two liters of Coke a day, stop drinking this, stop having so much sugar and actually, you know, ate at regular times, you're going to feel better. But back then I linked it directly to the products. So I started using the products. I had an amazing result. I really did. These products work if you consistently stick to them. Do I believe that they're a long-term sustainable option for a lot of people? No. Do I still currently use the products? Not all of them. I do use a couple and I'll explain what they are shortly. Um, And if I forget to circle back to that, remind me in the comments and I'll share about it. But I started, I got an incredible result. I lost weight, everything about my health improved. I had really debilitating IBS at that point in my life, um, which I now realize was linked to a lot of the PCOS and hormonal problems I was having. Um, But I basically tried everything to heal IBS. I'd been on the FODMAP diet, done lots of things. And these, these products in a week had me feeling a lot better than I had previously. So I was obviously really excited. I was really excited. And I started sharing about the products that I was using because I wanted to shout from the rooftops. I'm like, anyone that has had to leave a shopping trolley in the middle of a supermarket and drag their screaming kids to run to the toilet because you've got IBS, I have something for you. I think you should try it. Just like, you know, if I tried a brand new nail polish color that suddenly didn't chip for four weeks, I would tell everyone. So I didn't get in 
I didn't start using the products. I didn't join for the business, nothing. It was genuinely so natural. I found something, it worked for me. I loved it. I was sharing it with everyone. The result of that is suddenly I was selling these products and suddenly I was making a money, like a lot of money. I was making more in 20 minutes of texting someone on my phone than I was my entire week from tanning clients. And it's like the light bulb went off in my head. I'm like, maybe this is what I've been looking for. I was always looking for a way to help more people than just spray tanning my little hometown. I was always looking for a way to make more money that wasn't necessarily, you know, tan more clients, make more money, so give up more of my time. And this felt like the golden ticket. So I did. I jumped straight in. I started making a lot of money very fast, which of course then attracted more people to want to work with me. I started making more money very fast. I qualified for free vacations. I was moving through promotions and it was all really fast. I also did dedicate myself to the trainings. I went, you know, I, anyone who knows me knows that I can't half-ass anything. I'm a full-ass person every time. I full-ass everything. So when this kind of started happening and my upline mentors had gotten in touch and they're like, maybe you should do this training. It would really help you know how to take care of those clients. I dove in. I'm a natural born learner. I love knowledge. I love being really good at something. If I want to learn how to do something, I dive all in. So I dive all in and I learned as much as I possibly could by myself. No one was telling me to do this. I just wanted to. As when my business grew really big, really fast, I helped a lot of people. And I look back and I'm so thankful for the people that I helped. I transformed my sister-in-law's lives. And my best friend lost over 30 kilos. And another girl who desperately wanted to have a baby, but she was, um, you know, they were saying she was too overweight to have the procedure done. So she lost 50 kilos and then was able to have IVF and has a baby. Like, I am so grateful for the lives I changed. My parents, my family, my friends, my in-laws, everyone I knew, I got to help them in such a profound way. And that's what really excited me. But also... I like the money. Like when you're a stay-at-home mom of two and you can make a full-time income by texting people on your phone and, and sharing things like that, it was immensely powerful. And I am so grateful for the lives that I got to change. And I'm so grateful for the people that I got to meet. You guys, my best friends I met because I took this chance on Network Marketing Company. Um, and, you know, that's really what it is. I am so grateful for the people that lives I got changed. And I'm so grateful for the people I got to meet. My best friend, Jess, she was my upline mentor in um, the company that we're in. And she's just recently had a baby. We talked for the on the phone yesterday for 40 minutes. We live in different states. Every We try to every year, like, fly and meet in the middle and hang out for the weekend and just, like, watch movies in bed in hotels and drink and eat Maccas at 2 a.m. And... Um, you know, she's one of my soul sisters and I met her because of this company, because of this opportunity. Um, and some of my other girlfriends that I catch up with regularly, uh, I met them because of this. Like if without this company, I wouldn't know these people. And that terrifies me because I love these people so much. Um, without this company, I wouldn't have had the platform which I have today to launch Sexy Selfish two years ago. If it was just little on me and my tanning business, I would have had maybe like 80 followers. But luckily when I was launching Sexy Selfish and making the transition out of network marketing, I had a huge audience. I was given the most incredible opportunities to guest speak in, in, in South Australia, here where I live regularly guest speak, like maybe two spots a month. I was also given the opportunity to guest fly into state and guest speak to be given awards and nominations and free gifts all the time. And they even flew me on a vacation to Hamilton Island for a week, me and my husband. So we finally got our honeymoon 
that we couldn't actually afford and we got married we got to go and have it for free for a week um so i was given the most incredible opportunities because of that company i went to thailand for a conference i went to singapore my mom and i because she was in the company with me too um like mother and daughter we got to fly for business over to bangkok and go meditate in temples in thailand go to these incredible conferences eat thai food and get massages for like a whole day straight when we went to singapore um, you know, we, I got to travel. This was the really cool bit that I loved. I, whenever we were traveling, it was with like 10 of us. So my husband and I would be going over for a conference in, um, Sydney and we'd go to Adelaide airport to get on the plane and be like, Hey, Hey, and I know you and I know you and we're all going to this thing together. And it was just, it was so fucking cool. If I'm honest, it was so cool. That travel is a part that I really miss because it's not as necessary in my business right now. Like, I can fly to Melbourne if I want to to catch up with my friend, but I don't, like, have a reason to. Back when I was in network marketing, I always had a reason to go to different states, to go to different countries. Um, you know, and often we were being flied, all flown, all expenses paid. So we would get to the airport or someone would come and pick us up in our house, which is, like, an hour away from the airport. Drive us all the way to the airport. We'd get on a plane, you know, we fly somewhere and then we'd get off the plane. And this was all organized by the company. I never had to think about it. And there'd be this little plaque that said like Shona Gates or Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Gates. And then we'd get in the brand new Mercedes and they'd take us to the hotel. And it really is such a surreal time in my life because I look back now and like now I just like take an Uber um, or take the train. And I love traveling by myself. Actually, I really love that. I spent a lot of time in art galleries. Um, but back then it was it was like everyone was carpooling. Everyone was together. There'd always be these really fancy like cocktail dinners and we got to go to like places that normal people don't get to go not that not saying normal people but places that an average person doesn't get to go and experience the zoo after dark and the museum in a certain setting or a certain area of private nightclub of the casino type of thing and we got to have all these incredible opportunities and parties there's a flip side to all of this there is you know, at the parties, I was a little bit shamed for having a wine or two. Like, you weren't meant to actually enjoy anything. You meant to be super professional all the time. And I know that I put myself in that position. I do, because I stepped up to a leadership role very quickly. That's one of my weaknesses, as well as it is a strength, that I can't just be a part of something without feeling the need to be on top of something. <laughs> Sounds dirty than what I mean. But in every role in every scenario i've ever had in my life when you're a natural born leader like i am you get shoved into those positions very quickly very naturally doesn't take much thought and then suddenly you're in charge of 200 people suddenly you're the one responsible for everything and so i put myself in that position where people were looking up to me or i was a role model where i had you know certain things i had to aspire to and certain behaviors i had to have but it really got to a point where I was like, I am done with that, which is what I'm going to talk about shortly. I want to talk about what I learned and what I got out of it. And it was the friendships, the travel, the the chance to step up and be a leader that an, an average stay-at-home mum is only going to get that level of like leadership and significance outside of her kids if she joins the PTA or starts volunteering at the netball club or something like that. I got to have that on a really big scale, like a talk on stage in front of 2,000 people scale. And I'm so grateful for that opportunity and that leadership that I was not gifted. I worked like bloody hard for that. Um, in terms of the personal development, I have always been someone that's like right in the way, isn't it? 
I've always been someone who has wanted to be better, has like read books, wanted to learn about certain things that I guess other people probably wouldn't be so interested in. I was always reading, you know, different things, articles. I was listening to podcasts, you know, before all this, but personal development in network marketing, it becomes a habit and a ritual and an important integral part of your life in a way that's not done outside of it. And I'm, I'm so grateful for that because before this I was, yeah, I was reading some stuff and doing some things and always wanting to be better, but it was never like a consistent part of my life. Once I stepped up some leadership levels in the network marketing company, they really had this really strong emphasis on personal development. And they were like, your, your wealth, your status, your level of income, your success is directly linked to what you're reading, what you're watching, what you're thinking, what you're believing, who you're spending time with. The very first book, um, my friend Jess, who she was reading The Alchemist and she'd already read it a bunch of times. Jess was like way into personal development more than me. And she lives, it speaks, it breathes it. She's amazing. Um, and she's like, oh yeah, you should read this book. I think you'll like it. And so I ordered it. Oh, it was the first time I like ordered a book online. It wasn't a, a tacky romance novel. Um, yes, I read tacky romance novels, like the really tacky like pirate and he ravished her ones. So this is the first personal development book I ordered, The Alchemist. I read it back to front in like a day. It was amazing. And from then on, I was just hooked. I started reading about four to five personal development books a, a month. I would, we would wake up in the morning and instantly my husband and I would go on YouTube. We'd go and make a cup of tea, come back, sit in bed, go on YouTube and listen to motivational speakers first thing in the morning. Um, some of our favorites, we listen to Jim Rohn, um, Les Brown, Mel Robbins, Tony Robbins, um, like those motivational mixes on YouTube. Listen to a lot of Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn was really good. I've recently, you know, started to expand out a lot more. And that's another thing. The network marketing company was very like, we want you to do personal development, but we want you to mainly focus on these ones. And, um, you know, we want you to, we want you to learn lots. So we want you to expand your mind. We want you to create multiple streams of income but just this one. We want you to feel free to express yourself and you're going to be your own boss, but you're actually not. And there were just too many contradictions. And in the end, that's why I left. Ethical conflictions. I think really, no, ethical fading would be really what it is. But I'm going to save that. I want to talk about that next time. But I learnt so many incredible skills, personal development being one of them. Um, that's now still a huge part of my life and the foundation of everything I've created with Sexy Selfish today came from experiences and things that I learned and triggers even while I was in that network marketing company. Um, you know, in that network marketing company, I'd have a $7,000 a month and then I'd have a $1,200 a month. And it forced me to be up and down in this place with money where I actually sat and had to have a look at my shit and go, you know what, I crave more than anything, not big months, I crave consistency, I crave dependency. Why, when I'm making so much money, do I still feel so terrified around money? This was really the beginning of everything that I am today. So, so grateful for it. Glad not to be a part of it anymore. Feel a lot better as a human to not be a part of it anymore, but still grateful for the experience. I can never like wish I'd never done it, right? Because I am who I am today because of it. Um, it is the fast track to the skills that you need as an entrepreneur. It really is. Even though I don't agree with people in network marketing calling themselves entrepreneurs, that makes me so mad. You are not 
entrepreneurs, you are entrepreneurs. Um, and I know my friend Kata talks about this a lot on her page. Um, when she was running Catastro Badass School, which was an amazing course that I did. But so network marketers are not entrepreneurs. Being an entrepreneur means that you have taken a huge risk off your own back, whether that's a huge financial risk. You know, you hold all the cards, all the responsibility. If something fucks up, it's on you. But you also you own it. You own your clients, you own, you don't necessarily own your team, but you, that's yours and you can take it with you wherever you go. In network marketing, you don't have a big risk. You invested like 80 to $100 to get started in your business, maybe like at a maximum scale, a thousand. You don't have a big risk. You can walk away from it tomorrow with absolutely nothing. Like an entrepreneur is starting things from scratch. It's the grit. It's starting a business from scratch. You are not, in network marketing, you are not starting a business from scratch. You are a distributor. You are a rep, a sales rep. You're essentially in sales, hired by the company, and you bring in more people to be in sales, hired by the company, but you are not an entrepreneur. It just makes me so mad when I see hashtag entrepreneur and hashtag CEO. Like, it's not. That's the thing. Like, stop trying to make network marketing what it isn't. Own it. I mean, network marketing. Leverage network marketing. Stop trying to call yourself a health consultant or a makeup artist or a entrepreneur or a boss babe or an online marketer. If really what you're doing is network marketing, just be fucking honest about it. Be upfront. I do network marketing. I'm proud of it. And I think if you're more transparent, more of that icky distrust people have from you around network marketing, that actually goes away, which is really, really great. Um, okay, so I learnt how to connect with anyone. I learned how to make complete friends with strangers and get them to like and trust me and know interesting things about them. I learned how to provide amazing customer service, amazing follow-up. I learned how to close sales. I learned how to manage a team of over 200 women. I learned how to motivate those women. I don't particularly use those techniques anymore because they just feel icky to my soul. But I learned how to do it. I learned how to identify someone's goals and use it to motivate them. I, um, you know, I, I learned so many incredible skills. I learned how to manage big teams. I learned how to, you know, do my tax because my business is growing so quickly. I learned how to kindle people, work under people, work above people, step into leadership. I my public speaking. I'm like, I can nail a public speaking gig now because I did it over and over and over and over again. I learned how to do webinars and create websites and run ads and do flyers and manage multiple facets of a business and multiple people within a business with ease and flow. So the point was when I started Sexy Selfish, it was easy. Sexy Selfish wasn't hard for me because I had all the foundational skills. So I do believe if you want like a fast track to entrepreneurship, if you want to learn all the goddamn skills you need to learn and you want to have a bit of money to actually start the business you're really passionate about, network marketing is a really great tool, but that's all it is. It's a tool. It can, it can, you can be the person that started a network marketing company and is still in that network marketing company when you're 60 and have a great paycheck and all that. And that's fantastic. But I think people also need to market it from the angle of, I, you know, starting network, you want to start a dance studio, you want to open up a not-for-profit, that's great. That can be your goal. Get in network marketing, make some extra income, learn the skills you need to learn, use that income to start what you're really passionate about. Network marketing doesn't have to be the 
be all and end all for people. And I feel that that's, that's where I had real disconnect with my upline mentors. I was already running one company when I came into um, network marketing. And then, you know, my, my tanning business fell off as I focused on the network marketing. But obviously, I was making a lot more money through it. So that was okay. But then when I wanted to do other things, we were talking about like, hey, we'd love to invest in property. I always wanted to write a book. I'm like, I'm going to write a book. Um, now I have. Yay. Um, but there was all these things, other things I wanted to do. I want to tell other women. I was having people from other network marketing companies um, come to me and be like, I love the way you do things. I want to learn from you. Or people in other teams within my company, like, I want to learn from you. You, you get this. You're a real person. I want to be like under you in my team. And I was like forbidden from helping anyone. I was forbidden from even like having friends on my social media that were in other companies. Like I, I commented, a, a friend of mine graduated levels on another company and she was a friend of mine. We talk all the time. I was freaking proud of her. I'm like, that's amazing, hun. Congratulations. I'm really proud of you. And my upline like sent me, you can't do that. You can't be seen publicly congratulating someone else from another company. And I'm just like, oh my God, high school drama. I'm so not here for it. The other thing was around the whole idea of like, you can be your own boss. You're going to be your own boss. You're going to design your own life. You're going to do whatever you need to do. But you also need to be on a webinar Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night. You need to do flyers four hours on a Wednesday. You need to be available every Saturday for this live training. And then I'll need you to run fit clubs, X, Y, Z, blah, blah. And it's like, hmm, not really my own boss, am I? And the fact as well, like once you build a team and build an income within that company, you can't take it with you to go to the next thing. You can't change around. You, you you can't move your team somewhere else and do something else and morph and transform and grow into this different person. You're in that one thing, you're locked in, you're done. So I had a couple of issues <laughs> with that, obviously. But I am grateful. At the end of the day, I am. I got to travel. I got this incredible income. I got to learn so much. I got to meet the most amazing people. Even at one point, right before the end, actually, my husband, I was able to retire my husband at 26. I was able to say, honey, you want to stop working? You can. So he quit his job. We took the kids on a road trip. And then he had six months where he was at home every single day. And man, do I miss lunchtime sex. I really miss that. Holly was in daycare, Eric was at school, and we were just staying in bed all day. Like, dang, I miss those days. But it came to the point where, you know, he got a bit bored. <laughs> and I really knew in my heart and my soul that network marketing in this particular company was not where I wanted to be. So I left the security of that. He went back and he actually tried a few different jobs and had a lot of people headhunting, wanting him to go work for them. So he went back to work. I dove headfirst into making Sexy Selfish and building my tanning company. Um, but the company I was in, being in network marketing, triggered that dark night of the soul. It triggered me to finally deal with my eating disorder properly because I realized the company that I was in was a health and wellness company. It manifested and ex exasperated my eating disorder to the point of like hospitalization. Uh, you know, I lost all the weight and that was my business and that was my brand. Hi, I'm Shona and I've lost 25 kilos. And you can too, right? But my eating disorder got so bad that I didn't ovulate for years. I had no period. Um, I was pretty depressed, pretty anxious. I wouldn't, I just lived on meal replacement shakes. Um, and it was very easy to slip back into the eating disorder without anyone noticing until I started to notice and go, wait a minute, 
it's not right to not have a period. You should probably check in on that. And then things started to feel a little bit less right. And the things didn't last to sit well. And then I was getting offered advice that I was just like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? Like I was told that, and this is not just me. <laughs> I was told that if you can't, if you're close to a promotion in your business or you need to hit a certain amount of like points in your business per month and you're really close, but you don't quite have the money to do it and you can't get it through client orders, but you know, you get a credit card and pay it, get a credit card and buy it. Um, don't pay your rent. It's the thing. Go without paying your rent, go without paying your bills and make sure you order your products. Every time a new product would come out, it was like, you know, you need to order six, you need to order eight, then you'll be motivated to sell them. And it just, it, for, for me and for a lot of other people that I've spoken to during that time and since leaving, there was a huge cycle of debt, of head in the sand, of don't look too closely, just blindly follow. And it's like, it's like the big culty clappy churches and it's like a cold, it's everything like that. It really is where it's where it's head down, bum out. And I don't have anything wrong with faith, I think, and loyalty. I think that's really important. But blind faith and loyalty is really dangerous. And that's what I think happened. And I was too far in. You know, you're too far into a leadership position. You've made it your whole life. How do you then take a step back? How do you say, no, I'm not going to be on seven webinars a week. I've decided for me, my boundaries, I'm only going to be on one. How do you step back out of that? And for me, the answer was completely out I knew it just didn't feel right anymore even though it was terrifying leaving absolutely terrifying to leave the comfort zone to leave a really really great income and travel opportunities and a small small iota of fame when people want your autograph me want to have photos with you at events I was leaving all that behind because I knew it didn't feel right and while it was scary leaving, I've never once regretted it. I've never wanted to run back to the safety of it ever. Um, you know, the way a few people were treated in the company really solidified for me that it was time to leave. And it was just ethical fading. If you read there's a book from Simon Kinnick, I think his name is, and it's called The Infinite Game. And I highly suggest it for everyone, not just people in business. And it talks about ethical fading. What happens when people are motivated by money, promotions, guilt, fear, when they're in a company or a belief system that doesn't actually benefit them on a, in a moral place, that people will make decisions and do things and lie and, you know, not quite do the right thing to achieve the goals that have been set for them. It's a really, really interesting read, Ethical Fading in the um, Infinite Game. And once I've read this years later, I'm just like, that was exactly where it was at. And it was exactly what I was feeling. And being someone who's so connected to her intuition and authenticity, I just knew I couldn't keep the lie up anymore. I couldn't keep the mask up that everything was fine. Um, and that, that, that don't ask, don't tell attitude. I'm just having a drink quickly. I'm doing our stone tell. I remember my first year in business, I did really, really well. Um, I made like $48,000. Fantastic year in business. And so I had questions about tax. Obviously, my tanning business had never made that much money before. Um, and so obviously, the tax thing is a little bit different. And so I was asking my upline mentors about tax and stuff. And they basically said, 
I don't worry about that. You're all right. Don't like just, just nothing negative ever happens. Everything is just positive vibes only. Don't talk about tax. Don't talk about business. Don't talk about anything nasty. Everything is just positive and light and amazing. And after three years of that attitude, I just couldn't take it anymore. One of my highest rated videos on YouTube is actually, so you do this, this company and here's what, here's what I learned about tax, which I recorded straight after I went and saw an accountant and actually got the information for myself. I was like, I'm going to put this out there because no one is talking about this. It, there was just too many instances of things like that. Way too many. It was that culture of copy paste DM messages of hit your numbers and hit your targets without caring if your soul is compromised in the process. It was, if your family and friends don't support you, cut them off and cut them out of your life. And it was a really, really hard time. You end up, it's like isolates you from the outside world. You feel so connected and part of a community in, within the company and the trainings and events and community. And it's great for people that don't have anything outside. I feel like the connection and inspiration and sense of family they get from their network marketing is really powerful. It's along the same lines of the, a church, religion, or a cult. You know, a very clear understanding of how cults work now. Um, but when you've got the outside world, you know, and it's like how many people are you cutting off? How many you end up isolating yourself to the fact that you feel like you can't leave the company, you can't leave the brand. And not a lot of people have this experience. Like if you guys are just dipping your toe in, if you've kind of just got, got a hobby level of the business, if you're just feeling it out, or if you've managed to have really healthy boundaries, if you're not like me, who's all ass in, if you've managed to go, I'm going to run the business, but I'm going to do it my way. I'm not going to get on too many webinars. I'm not going to go to every training. I'm just going to like help a few people or whatever. That's great. I applaud you. That is a healthy way to do network marketing as a little bit of a side hustle. Have fun with it. Do it your way. I went balls to the wall because I wanted to be a successful badass boss bitch and fucked myself over in a really hardcore way. Grateful for the lessons. Grateful for the experience. Grateful for the friends. Grateful for the opportunities and the education that fast-tracked me to where I am today. But never in a million years will I do it again. <laughs> I get inboxes like, a couple of weeks probably now it was there's definitely patches of time where there's a lot more where people are like oh my god you're so amazing on instagram and i have this video for you that you'd love to watch and i'm just like nope been there done that no thanks um with love because it's like at the start i really focus a lot of my energy and trying to re-educate people doing network marketing the wrong way people sending copy paste messages people hitting up people to join their business with it just a, like they'd known them for three minutes you know, I really was like, you know, is this working for you? Can we do a better way? Do you think there might be a better way for this? Like fully knowing there's a better way to do network marketing. Um, cause I did, I dedicated my time to doing it the right way. Once things started to feel icky, I was like, how can I do this? That it feels better. How can I do it more aligned? How is there a right way to do this? And I went through the educations, the trainings, the courses to do it the right way. And I figured it out and I hacked the system, but it still felt wrong. I don't know if it was a specific company I was in. I don't know if it's a specific team. But for me, it still felt wrong. I'm not sure if any of my mentors even follow anything that I'm a part of, um, whether they would ever listen to this. If they are, I just want to say thank you for everything that you did give to me. I am so grateful for our time together. I am so grateful for the experience. I do feel blessed to have gone through all of that, but I am glad to be in the next phase of my life. And I have no regrets um, about going through that dark night of the soul. It was horrible. I had to completely deconstruct 
who I was from someone who had completely built her identity around this brand had then to deconstruct it and really refigure out who the fuck I was. And it was terrifying. There was a lot of alcohol involved, um, depression, anxiety, medication, listening to a lot of Tash Sultana on repeat, um, nearly ending up leaving my husband, a horrible time with my kids, but then came out the other end. I feel like glowing from within. I feel fucking radiant. I am happy every damn day. I am me for the first time in my life. It was like those little rebellions. Like I went and got my nose pierced and I started listening to the personal develop mentors I wanted to listen to. Like, fuck you guys. I'm not going to listen to the ones you tell me I have to listen to. And then I realized there is a core part of my personality that is all about anarchy. Basically, if you tell me to do something, I'm like, fuck you. Why am I doing that? I'm not going to do that. And I remember this from my childhood. My dad had, he'd like, I tell you to jump and you say how high. And he'd go, jump. And I go, why the fuck am I jumping? Why don't you jump? Why am I jumping? I'm not jumping for you just because you say you want me to jump. Like, eh. Like, there's this part of me that questions everything. There's this part of me that doesn't like to just like something because everyone else likes it. I want to know why. I want to go deeper. And it felt like I was smothered. Like I was squashed. There was someone sitting on me and not letting me speak and not letting me say and not letting me wear what I wanted to wear and not letting me do what I wanted to do. Like I didn't sign up to be my own boss to have a fucking boss again. And it just got to this point where it's like, I can't do this anymore. I'm quitting. I'm leaving. I'm going into eating disorder treatment. I'm focusing on sexy, selfish and maintaining company. And I'm going to figure out who the fuck I am without this company. I was terrified. I lost a lot of people. All the people you think you are friends with in network marketing, you re when you quit, you figure out who's really your friends. And I'm so grateful that I do. Had the most amazing friends who are still a big part of my life. But then a lot of the people that they're like, ah, hashtag soul sisters together forever. <laughs> Haven't heard from them in like three years. In fact, they actively dislike me because I left. So, and I get it. I get it. My, in my being in the business affected your paycheck me leaving affected your paycheck you have every right to feel angry about it but at the end of the day i'm leaving for the right reasons for me and now as i make more money in a month than you guys did so also no no um anyway i don't want <laughs> i need to like kindy bitch you this but it was it was scary it was really scary um you know i left network marketing. I was going to do two podcasts. Let's just do one. I left because of the don't ask, don't tell attitude, no negativity, all positive vibes only. And what happens with positive vibes only is we suppress all of our feelings, emotions, thoughts, actions, and we suppress our authenticity till we just explode. We feel so disconnected from ourselves. That's what happened. But also the don't ask, don't tell about tax. Don't ask, don't tell about actual business strategies. Even the founder of the company like died in very mysterious ways. And the way that the company was founded and the story that everyone repeated, do a bit of research and it's like, mm, no. Even some of the products, it was like, we have X amount of X product and X product and it's the best product in the world. And, but you're like, um, is it though? Do a little bit of research, speak to a naturopath, go to the chemist and actually realize like it is one of the shittest versions of that particular product. Some of the things like that. And it was like, you know, go to these trains, just listen to this doctor, just listen to this person. 
just do this. Don't go look at anything else. Don't like, like just in this bubble. Don't do your own research. Don't think for yourself. Don't ask questions. And it just didn't feel right. I felt like I had to dumb myself down. Like I'm a businesswoman. I've been in businesses before. I've run companies. The way that they were doing things was stuck in 1985. And it just was so frustrating. Cause I'm like, this can be done better. This can be done easier. Just let me implement an email system. Just let me do this. Just let me do that. And, um, wasn't allowed to do anything. And they basically said to me, like actually said to me, you have to dumb yourself down. You really have to like you're too smart for this actually said that to me you're too smart for this you need to dumb yourself down you need to you know create this business as if any any idiot can do it any seven-year-old child could figure it out and i'm like but no i can do it better (laughs) like uh, some people work with that some people can just head down bum up don't ask don't tell follow the system follow the process and everything is rosy and that's great but i was born to question things that's who i am and i know that now um, I felt I felt too edited. It wasn't actually you're not an entrepreneur, you're not a CEO, you don't actually own the business. They can essentially kick you fucking out anytime you want. I think that's as well. I saw that happen. Right before I was toying with the idea of leaving, I was calling a lot of people who had already left and having conversations with them and they're like, Honey, I didn't leave. I got kicked out because I also joined like an I or I was registered in another company because I buy their mascara. And our company doesn't sell mascara, but because I was registered with another company just so I could buy the mascara at 20% cheaper. Never promoted it in my life. They kicked me out, like being kicked out. So imagine building everything that you had for so long in your company and then the company just kicking you out. And then the inconsistency as well. I had other girls that were, were kicked out for also like registering with another company to buy a particular product that they liked and used for their family, didn't promote. They got kicked out of the company at a, at a lower level, at like a $20,000 a month level that they were making. They got kicked out. But this, the same person who made $200,000 a month for the company, they did the exact same thing and promoted and shared on social media. Still in the company today. Inconsistency, motherfuckers. Ethical fading was a big one. I've already talked about that. But in the end, I trusted my gut. It just didn't feel right anymore. It didn't feel right. And I sat with myself and I meditated on it. And I asked myself in 40 years, do I still want to be doing this? Do I still want to be flogging this product and doing recruiting webinars in 40 years? No, nothing enticed me about that future that I saw. And when your future doesn't excite you when your future feels restricted and suffocated and edited and horrible that's when you know it's time to move on and you know like here's a good sign i said to my husband the other day we should create a website that the seo anyone who googles like uh how do i how do i know if it's time to change job how do i know if it's time to 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 do this how do i know if, if that's really what i want how do i know how to make a decision and the website should just be one page that says <laughs> you googled it that's the sign this is the right time because really that's what it is like if you're asking for advice and guidance and around this you already know you already know the answer and so i already knew the answer it was hard it was really hard it was terrifying we lost we essentially went from making a really good paycheck both being full-time parents retired at 26 to all right my husband has to go back to find work um i have to figure out how to pay 
our life, how to keep our life running, how to keep food on the table. And there were some really, really terrifying months there where we didn't, we had more months than we had money. Like it was not easy. It was not fun. My kids had to go through watching me with depression. I put on 40 kilos due to a PCOS diagnosis that took a lot longer to get diagnosed than it should have. Um, and going through eating disorder treatment, trying different medication. It was a fucking, 2018 was fucking rough. That was the year I left left network marketing. It was rough. Towards the end, things started to get better. 2019, and here we are, mid-2020, and the rest of the outside world, coronavirus has fucked shit up. But me and myself, I'm the happiest and the most me I've ever been. So I do not regret being in network marketing. I do not, like, I'm not anti-network marketing. I think it can be very powerful. I think it is the average person's best chance at making a lot of money. I think everyone should have a side hustle if that's network marketing for you. I even talk about it in my Money for Mummy course and stuff. We talk about how to make different streams of income and I do feel like it's a really powerful way for a lot of people. But if you're like me, maybe if you're an INFJ personality or a type A personality type, it can backfire in a huge way. And I just want, if you're feeling the way I was feeling, if you're if you're wondering why I, network marketing is part of my story but it's not a current part of my story, this is why. Anyway, I hope I have answered any questions that people have about why I'm no longer in network marketing. It wasn't one specific thing that happened. It was genuinely a gut feeling that built up over a long, long time and my phone's about to run flat. So we're going to, we're going to wrap this up here. I'm happy to answer questions. If I have a lot of questions, I will actually record another episode and we'll talk a little bit more about it. But I wanted to say thank you for joining me today on the podcast if you are part of a network marketing company and prior to listening to this you were excited and happy and and rocking things out I hope I haven't put any doubt in your mind you know my experience with my company and my mentors is going to be completely different to yours but if you were coming into listening to this with doubt with uncertainty in your heart with feeling like this doesn't quite feel aligned for me then just know you are not alone Um, there are other people out there who have felt the way you felt and it's going to be okay. Trust yourself, hand on heart, ask yourself, is this what I want to do? Is this where I want to be? And then don't be scared to shake things up. Anyway, I love you guys. Thank you so much. I will see you in the next episode of the podcast. Don't forget to hit me up on social media, Instagram, Facebook, send me a DM, send me a screenshot of you listening to this. I would love to hear your thoughts. Thanks guys. Bye. If you loved this episode, please subscribe and leave me a little love note by tagging me at sexy underscore selfish. To check out more of the Sexy Selfish podcast or to grab some of my little goodies, head on over to the freebie hub at www.sexyselfish.com. It's totally free and it's jam-packed with hours and hours of content for you. Thank you so much for being here with me today on The Sexy Selfish Show and showing up today to become the best version of you. I'm sure you got so much out of today's episode and I know that I really did as well. If there is someone in your life who would really benefit from hearing this episode and some of the things we shared about, please share it with them right now. It's as easy as just sharing a link and you could literally change someone's life. Remember, it is time to stop delaying your happiness.